How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. So today I wanted to jump on because we are constantly faced with pressures in our everyday life, right? And one of the many pressures that keep coming up for my clients and people that follow me is how to navigate the pressures of having a partner or having babies. And it's all this pressure that you have to have a relationship, you know, by a certain age, you should be married and you should have, you know, the home and the children. And there's a lot of pressure associated with that, especially if you're from an ethnic background. I know for me, like I have an Italian background and the pressure to move out of home and have uh, be married and have children wasn't so much there, but the pressure to make sure that you bought a house, to make sure that you never rented and paid someone else's house off was always there. So it was drummed in our head. You don't leave the house until you've bought a house. You are not allowed to rent. And so I know for me, that's paid off now, but back then it was quite a lot of pressure. But what I want to talk about is what is this pressure that people are feeling and is it real? And does it exist? And I guess you have to think in our 20s and 30s, it's a really interesting period of our lives, right? There's a lot that we try and or we feel we need to accomplish during this time. And the quarter of this life to do our to-do list might sound like finding our passions or figuring out what your career path is or making new friends, maybe moving out being happy, saving money, finding yourself, settling down, starting a family, whatever it is. But around the 20s and 30s, these are the things that we are often saying to ourselves, but that's a lot to do in a short space of time. When you think about it, 10 years in the scheme of things isn't very long to accomplish all of that, which is why so many you know, women feel pressure to get it all done by a certain age. You might have ticked off most of those accomplishments on the list, except for the part where you settle down and start a family. And your loved ones make you feel like these are the two most important priorities that you haven't achieved and you haven't achieved much without them. So it doesn't matter what else you've done in your life. If you haven't got a partner, if you haven't got kids, well, it wasn't worth it. So why these pressures are even are there if you're thriving, like you could have a successful business, you could have a great career, but there's still this underlying pressure. And it does come down to tradition, right? For women, there is an expectation from society and our loved ones like to find a suitable partner to get married and, you know, bear several children, which is probably a bit expensive at the, like in today's day and age, but to, to bear children. And it's been that way since the dawn of time. And how women have been made to measure their achievements in life is by how many kids that she's had or how she makes a home. And while still a path most women are on today, more of us are starting to push back on the traditions and take on both family and career. Or we're choosing to put careers over starting a family 
family altogether. And that is okay. But what can be frustrating for women who are going against tradition is how much they need to explain themselves to others. Like having to constantly justify why you are single or not ready to have kids can be exhausting. And really at the end of the day, it's nobody's business. But why is it that your friends and family just don't get it? It can be especially hard for your family to accept that you won't be having kids or you won't be settling down anytime soon. As this tells them that you don't want to help in extending this family tree of theirs, that your parents have this expectation from you that when you were born, that one of those things that you would give to them would be grandchildren. So this can be a really touchy subject for them. And if they can't accept your decision to wait or to not have kids at all, that can create some conflict. So when it comes to friends, there are also pressures, but they're a bit more silent than those that we experience from family, right? And this can be as simple as unintentionally, you know, your friends are getting married and they're having kids. And while you're happy for them, there will be inevitably a shift in your friendship due to this big change in their lives. So you might start to feel left out, disinterested in certain conversations. You feel like you just it's not a place where you belong anymore. And your, your friends move into a home. They've got a husband, a wife. They become, they play different roles. They become a mum and a dad. And you don't quite understand what they're going through on a daily basis anymore. You start to speak a different language. And they make new friends with married couples who are probably parents as well. And they're all in the same boat. And it leaves you feeling like a bit of an outcast. And if you're single or in a relationship with no kids, there could be that issue of, well, we don't sort of fit in here. There are some ways you can actually navigate these pressures and I know it feels uncomfortable, but they are there regardless. So we need to learn to accept them and how to navigate through them. And the first thing I would say is solidify your reasons. There's no doubt you are going to be questioned by strangers, acquaintances, family, friends. So be prepared with your your spill, right? It's like an elevator pitch. It is you being very prepared to tell them why you've made that choice. And yes, it's going to be annoying to repeat yourself and justify your decisions. And you're probably thinking, I shouldn't have to justify myself. No, you don't have to justify yourself, but it's a lot easier to have something prepared and just spill it off and just put them at bay and have them close their mouths about the decisions that you've made in your life. But when you have a solid stance on your reason, it will give people less room to try and persuade you otherwise. Because what actually gets really irritating is that you've made the decision, but they stand there for, you know, time on end saying, you know, have you reconsidered? Why wouldn't you have kids questioning your decision? If you're very solid in the reasons that you've chosen to not have children or not get married, it doesn't give them room to try and get you to change your mind. So knowing your reasons and assuring yourself is your best defense right? So I'm going to say, write down your reasons and what you would have to sacrifice if you were to settle down or have kids. What is it that you'd need to give up if you were going to go down that traditional route? Write about where your time and energy would go instead. 
And if being child-free isn't in your control, focus really on the positive aspects of that situation. Not everyone can have children and sometimes it's a choice and sometimes it isn't. But there are always positive reasons why we are in that situation. So really take note of it and be really strong around your decisions. Number two is it's okay to be private. It really is. And I know with social media, you know, everyone's seeing everything at the moment. Some things is okay to keep close to our chest. So while having reasons and knowing them, really being solid around your reasons, it's a great way to get people off your case. But remember, it's also Yes, none of their business, how you choose to live your life. Really, no one but yourself is going to dictate how you should spend your time. So if you're in a situation where you feel pressured or judged, handle it with grace. Don't let it bother you. Stand tall because you know the exact reasons why you're in a position you're in. And if you don't want to discuss the issue with your family or your friends, just let them know. Let them know you are uncomfortable talking about it. If you wanted to speak on the topic, however, you need to be quite assertive in your tone and and state your feelings without hesitation, without feeling like you're the black sheep or you're left out or there's something wrong with you. Not only will you be then taken seriously, seriously about the decisions that you made, but those questioning you will start to respect your stance and your decision and probably move on to another topic. It's the doubt and the uncertainty that we have around our decisions about not having kids and not being married, not being with a partner is what gives them almost permission to start to hound us about the topic. Be really strong and assertive and give them no ground for movement. This is your decision and that is it. The other thing you can do is surround yourself with like-minded people and we can't do that all the time and we can't do it throughout our whole life, but women are starting to realize there are aspects of life that can be just as fulfilling as having kids or settling down with a partner. You know, great friendships, amazing sex, trips overseas, experiencing different cultures, making career moves, reading, you know, for pleasure putting yourself first are just a few things that you get to do when you choose to not go down that traditional path. And people that have similar lifestyles to you, you can find them and they won't be constantly asking you questions about your non-existent partner or the babies you have chosen not to have. So if you be around those who support your decisions and want to talk about important issues in your life, like rather than complaining about work and the new Pilates instructor, you can do that quite easily rather than hearing them complain about you not actually having a partner or having kids. You know, crack crack open a bottle of wine, sit down, get the cheese out and just, you know, have a bitch fest or a Netflix fest or whatever it is. So there's a lot of things that you can do to navigate through the pressures of having children and being in a relationship. But I will say to you, the pressure really comes from within and you put it on yourself because you almost feel because you feel judged by other people, you start to internally judge yourself. And I would say really reconsider what you're doing. If you've decided not to have kids, there's nothing wrong with you. If you've decided that you don't want to be married and you want to be single or you're happy to have a casual partner for the rest of your life, that is okay as well. There's a lot of decisions we make in life that are not okay to the others around us, but they fit really well with our lifestyle 
story. And at the end of the day, it's our journey. So you're going to have to decide to live it however you want. And you are going to get the haters, those people that are judging you, but you will do that regardless. Even if you were to have children, even if you were to have a partner, you would still be judged on the way you parent, on the way that you put your child to bed, on the way you bath, the way you breastfeed or the way you don't breastfeed. The partner you pick, the way he looks, what he does for work, how he supports you, how he doesn't. They are always going to bitch and moan or judge you on what it is that you're doing. So you might as well just do what you love to do rather than trying to please everyone around you and you be miserable. The problem is when you are not with a partner, but you feel like it's not by choice. You feel like you are not with a partner because there's no one out there for you. And look, that's a totally different topic, but that is when you get very offended by the questioning from family and friends, when they start to question why you're single, because deep down you don't want to be single, but you find that you are. So there's some deeper work to do around those issues. But for today's topic, I just wanted to say you can navigate through that awkwardness and those conversations with people. Don't feel like you need to back down, feel less than because you're not. And I want you to get really assertive and really clear about your decisions. And I want you to execute that and practice it in the shower, practice it in the elevator. But once you've got that spiel down pat, once you're very certain about the decisions you've made, that conversation becomes a lot easier and you become a very boring individual for them and they start to change the topic. They don't want to hear your spiel over and over again. So very quickly, you will teach people that you are open to conversation, but just not that. So that is our episode for today. I'd like to um, thank you for joining me again. Don't forget to subscribe, like, share, let your friends know, and we'll come back next week with another topic for you. Catch you later. I'm Dr. Love. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E dot com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.